0: The Entrepreneur Journey Podcast, Episode 17. Hey guys, this is Rudy Banks. Welcome back to The Entrepreneur Journey Podcast. It is a beautiful day in the Northeast right now. I'm in New York and it's May 2nd and finally we have some summer weather. 85 degrees. I will take it. I'll take it over those 30 degree days any day. I got in my vehicle I was driving to the bank and I started reflecting on, you know, my journey. And I uh, got to thinking about, you know, some impactful books and things i read over years. And I got to thinking about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And this book really changed my life. I think I purchased it back in 2001, 2002. And uh, I remember just like yesterday, and I'm, I'm flipping through it right now. And I'm looking at all the highlights that I put in this book with the red pen. I'm not a big, avid reader. When I do read, I read for a purpose. And this book, I mean, I pretty much read it in a few days. I read it cover to cover. I couldn't put it down. So Robert Kiyosaki really touched on a lot of good points in this book. And I wanted to rehash those and just kind of explain how that propelled me where I'm at today. The biggest thing was you, you go to work to learn. He broke down the cash flow quadrant and basically said, you know, either you're an employee you're an investor, you're a business owner, or you're a self-employed. And he basically really stressed the importance of being an investor or you a know, business owner. And so when I started my first job, I didn't approach it as, okay, this is my job. I'm gonna ha- work here the rest of my life. I approached it as an opportunity to learn and not only learn a skill, learn a trade, but also learn business, learn finance, learn marketing, learn how these big corporations do it so I can apply it to my own company. Later in life. And so when I look over my 14 plus year career in engineering and management, I was really blessed because I got to sit in boardrooms in front of VPs and CEO caliber people for Fortune 500 companies. Got to travel to Europe, you know, went to Germany, France, Poland, all those different places, and just meeting different cultures really helped inspire me. And I remember setting some goals you know, back to Robbie Kiyosaki, I set a goal, I said, by age 30, I want to have my first rental property because he was talking about buy real estate, you know, build businesses and buy real estate. That's, that was his main premises from this book. So I took heed to that. You know, I got my first property by age 30 and uh, continue to progress and grow. But he also touched on another thing of assets and liabilities. Most times we were taught Go out and buy a house. It's the biggest asset you're gonna own, and if you don't realize this, but the housing market was kind of created for the banks. I mean, think about it. You get someone into a 30-year mortgage, and that's that's income for the next 30 years. And therefore, you're paying a lot of interest up front, and then over time, that payment's supposed to go down. But by the time you pay for that house, oh man, you paid almost I don't say twice as much. But so it was a really good deal for the banks. And the reason why he said that homes are liabilities instead of an asset is because if the home is not putting money in your pocket, what do you have to do? You got to pay taxes. You got to paint it. You got to do the upkeep on it. If you don't, it's going to fall apart. Now, we did live in a housing market where things were highly inflated and people were buying houses and then flipping them years later, making a considerable increase. That can still happen. But in real estate, not to get too far off topic, Always learn that you make your money when you buy that property. So whatever price point you get in, that's basically going to dictate how much you're going to make later when you go to sell or you know flip that house. So he's just saying that a home is more of a liability than an asset. Now, you can flip that if you say, if you put your office and say you have a hair salon or something like that, and that's part of your house. Now, that part of your house is actually helped you generate revenue. It's a write-off and different things. So now you can kind of, you can skew the lines a little bit. He also talked about, you know, earning income and you don't have to earn a lot of high income to be rich. He talked about saving and and investing, making your money work for you. And that's sort of along the lines of Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey's teachings. And then the other thing is really just some basic financial principles You know, I I walked away with, after reading this book and just getting out in the world, I was like, man, why didn't they teach this stuff in college? Why didn't they teach personal finance in high school? Because it would really help change the economy. I remember walking to college campus, and and you probably remember yourself, they used to prey on college students uh, with these credit cards. And it was so disheartening because later I read about stories where kids were taking their lives because... They had racked up so much um, credit card debt. The way they bribe people, they would have these tables set up, and you walk across the campus, walk across the lawn, and then they would have these tables set up with um, t- uh, T-shirts. And you'd like, okay, you want a free T-shirt? It's just like you go to Target now or Walmart somewhere. They say, hey, you want to save 10% on your order? Sign up for this card. Same thing. And so students, next thing you know, they're qualifying for a 10 15 whatever thousand dollars of credit cards knowing that they don't have the jobs i don't know how they got the credit cards in the first place but and then kids are racking up fifty thousand hundred thousand dollars of credit card and then when that interest kicks in at 16 and 20 25 that's debilitating so people were taking a so that was real serious so the importance of financial education is very important so i would just say that it, it has to start at home you know, using books such as Rich Dad Poor Dad, he wrote one for, um, he wrote a book for, for kids. I remember giving this to one of our, our nephew and, um, you know, just to help, help break that cycle of poor money management. Like I said, this book really made an impact on me. It planted that seed. And um, it's funny because I also studied Jim Rohn and Jim Rohn was big on uh, using the Daily Journal. And he said, don't go out and just get any any journal. Don't go out and get like a perforated you know, book with little metal rings in it. Get you a nice, bounded journal. Something that you don't mind putting some, some good ideas in. That these ideas at some point, think about the value of what this book's, book's going to be worth. You might pay $20 for this book, but once you put these million dollar ideas in, it's going to be worth a fortune. Don't stop just there. Don't go out and buy a thirty nine cent pen or something like that, go get you a nice 5 $10, seven, 10 20 whatever dollar pen that really feels good in your hand. Think of that pen as a pen that you're going to write a million-dollar check with. Just get acclimated to writing in that book your ideas, your quotes. And so when I look back at this particular journal that I started, this was like, I think it was in 2009. So I was cleaning up around the house, and I happened to come across that journal, and I opened it up. And, man, I had a lot of great quotes in there. And one thing that caught my eye was it said that um, one of my goals was to start a business that will help improve the community and, and, and get people jobs. And now I'm doing that. Now it's nine years later. And they say that what success is 10 to 15 years in the making. You know, a lot of times you see people at their plateau at their peak, but you don't realize the valleys and, you know, the lows that they went through to get there. You don't see that journey. You just see the the A to B, you don't really see the in between. I'm living that now, you know, after 14 plus year career, out on my own now, after I've been out about eight months, I, I really feel blessed that I can look back and see how far I've come. And it all started with just reading one book, planting one idea, planting that seed of, hey, you don't have to be an employee the rest of your life. Use those learnings, use that corporate culture and and learn from that, grow from that. And in one day, you can apply that to your own business so i'm gonna let you go and um and i'll see you next episode i hope you enjoy this if you don't mind you know go over to my youtube channel you know and i have a lot of content on you know business i get a little bit more detailed tutorials on the marketing and some of the business principles and mindset but check me out youtube.com forward slash rudy banks and have a great day because i'm ready to enjoy this nice beautiful weather peace out (laughs) we <laughs>